Welcome to the Life Central Podcast. It is so good to have you come and connect with us again this week. We trust that this session will be helpful to you in your faith journey. Welcome and thank you for joining us. If we've not met yet, my name is Ramon and we really trust that you will enjoy this session with us and that it will be meaningful in your life moving forward. Last week, we kicked off with a brand new series called A Habit That Changes Everything. And that habit, as we revealed last week, is prayer. Now, prayer is a habit that changes everything because the habit of prayer shifts my focus. It shifts my focus from me to God. It shifts my focus from my problems to solutions. It shifts my focus from pain to healing. But there are certain prayers that set me up for a more powerful, a more meaningful, more purposeful, more effective life. Why? Because they go beyond the superficial. They go beyond what I can see and taste and smell and touch. They lead me out of my comfort zone. <laughs> now, as I said that, I know you already got uncomfortable. Because the truth be told, none of us like to go outside of our comfort zone. We don't like conversations that lead us out of our comfort zones. We don't like to get too deep into thought processes that take us out of our comfort zones. And because we don't like to engage in these sorts of conversations or, or thinking or anything like that, that would take us into those places, for this reason, it's so much easier for me to see in others than what it is to see in myself. It's so much easier for me to see in others than what it is for me to see in me. What do I mean by that? Well, let me give you this example. So often on a Sunday after a service, um, I'll have someone come walking up to me and essentially this will be the conversation. They will highlight a point or a thought or an idea that was landed during the message and they will go, oh man, that was incredible. That was so good. That was so needed for that person. <laughs> this, oh, they needed to hear that. Thank you. Thank you. It was so meaningful. Thank you. They really needed to hear that. And as, as I'm listening to them, I'm like, man, everything in your life right now is screaming <laughs> that you needed to hear that. That this wasn't just for that person, but that it was for you. I find this often with spouses. Oftentimes a spouse will walk up and go, oh, you know, my spouse really needed to hear that this morning. Thank you. Or a parent with kids. And all along, all I can think is, oh, I wish you'd take that for yourself. 
Why is it easy for people to do this? Or why do these conversations happen? It's simple. Because it's easier to see in others than what it is to see in ourselves. And that's what I love about King David. I know I talk about him quite a bit. But King David, he lived from a, a point of openness when it came to his life. Uh, he lived with an, with an openness of heart and an openness of mind. He, he lived with this sense of not that, oh, I'm so glad you said that because so-and-so really needed to hear it. No, he lived from a place of, you know what? It might be me. It might be me. Maybe I needed to hear that. Or hey, the problem isn't over there. The problem isn't in that person or in that thing. No, no, no. The problem might be me. And as a result, David prays a prayer that changes everything. He, he prays a prayer of invitation. He prays a prayer of humility. And here's the prayer. This is what David prays. David prays, he says, search me, O God. Search me, O oh God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along paths of everlasting life. You see, what David has done in this moment is Instead of asking God to do something for David, David ends up asking God to reveal something in him. Hey God, I'm not asking you to do something for me. No, no, no. No, I'm asking you to reveal something in me. And if you and I are, are, are willing to pray this prayer of search me, O God. That this moment of truth with God, it, it may not be that silver bullet just yet. It may not change you instantly, but it will help you recognize your spiritual need and redirect your life moving forward. Here's what David prays. In one prayer, David essentially prays four prayers. He prays, search me, know me, show me, and lead me. Search me, know me, show me, and lead me. And over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking through these prayers. So as for this week, we focusing in on that, on that first prayer that David prayed, where he prays, search me. It was a Bible school lecturer of mine who always used to say to us, you know, the power of sin is in its secrecy. The power of sin is in its secrecy. 
what was he really saying to us? If I could reword it, what he was really saying was that it's the hidden things in life that hold us back. It's the hidden things in life that hold us back. And when I talk about the hidden things, I think, I think there's two versions of hidden things. <laughs> I think there's the hidden things that we know about. Why do we know about it? Well, because we hid them. <laughs> we are hiding them <laughs> from everyone else around us. They may be things like, um, you may know that you have a bit of a temper issue. And in your estimation, you've hit it well. But if you go and really look at your life, you may see how your temper has held you back from progressing in your workplace. Maybe your temper has caused that you have been overlooked for promotion time and time and time again. Not because you're not good at what you do, not because you weren't the right person for the job, not because of any political reason that you may be thinking of right now, but it might just be purely down to that thing that you were thought you were hiding really well, being your temper. So it's those things we know of that we are hiding ourselves that may hold us back. But then there are hidden things that we don't know about. Example, you may have a, um, a hidden superiority complex that you don't know about. Uh, what do I mean by that? Well, that you just somewhere deep down inside believe that you're just that little bit better than anyone else around you. Um, you may uh, speak and when you speak that comes out and when you act that tends to come out and as a result it has held you back when it's come to relationships. It, it might not be that people are superficial and, and in your mind going, oh, it's because of, of them being superficial. It's because of this issue in their life that, that, that I haven't been able to move forward in relationship. It might just be that there's this blind spot in your life that you've got this hidden thing that has hold you, held you back when it comes to the relationships in your life. And you see, this is where David is willing to say, the problem might not be out there. The problem might not be with that person. The problem might not be with that system. The problem might not be with that organization. No, the problem, it just might be me. So he prays and he prays. Search me. Search me, oh God. What he's saying is, he's saying, God, will you come and investigate this life? God, will you come and audit my life? And for you and for me, search me requires humility. Search me requires a lot of humility. You see, when I'm operating from a point of pride, when I'm stubborn, or when I'm holding onto hatred or, or some form of unforgiveness, 
when I'm self-righteous. I find myself in a place where I can't for a moment begin to believe or admit that I might be the problem. I might be wrong in this heated exchange. Hey, I might carry all of the blame or maybe part of the blame for the breaking up of this relationship. I cannot pray, search me when I'm puffed up, when I'm full of myself, when I'm not willing to humble myself. You see, guys and ladies, search me, search me requires humility. Search me doesn't allow me to point fingers at this one or that one or this thing or whatever. Search me doesn't allow me to pass the buck. No. Search me requires for me to find a posture of humility. To, to, to step into a, a place of vulnerability. Search me. Asks me to love with an openness. To allow God into every area of your life. Uh, it's asking God to step into my deepest pain. Into my greatest regret. Into my best attributes. In short, into my strengths, my weaknesses, into everything. When I get into the habit of praying, search me. I assume a posture of living as an open book um, where there's nothing hidden. There's no facade. There's no mask. Uh, everything is out in the open. Uh, I live honestly. I live with integrity. I start to live light. But none of that is possible without humility. In the past, I've outed myself when it comes to my driving. Um, and I want to just speak to you right now as to how this search me has translated into my life. At this point, I would probably have to stand up and say, hi, my name is Ramon, and I have a problem with driving. Um, see, the truth be told, <clears throat> if you had asked me about my driving, I would have told you that I'm an above average driver. And in the back of my mind, that would have been a humble thing to say because I felt that I'm far beyond an average driver. Uh, that I have a racing background and that that figures into it. So I can see things before others see them and I can handle situations better than others can handle them. And as I'm saying all that stuff, can you hear something that's creeping in there? Maybe a bit of pride? Possibly? Maybe? <laughs> Definitely. And I did. I allowed pride to set in in this area of driving. And in my mind, 
No one else was as equipped for the road as what I was. And no one else was right on the road except for me. Now, at the same time, if you had asked me um, if Nat and I had a good marriage, I would have said yes. And if you'd asked Nat, Nat would have said to you, yes, definitely, we have a great marriage. If you'd said, do we bump heads every once in a while? I would have said, yeah, of course we do. Um, but if you'd asked me, is there any major area of concern in your marriage? I would have said, definitely not. No, we're good. But if you'd asked my wife, she wouldn't have agreed. She would have said to you, yeah, Ramon's driving. Definitely an issue. And it was after one of these blow-ups in the car, um, after I had behaved very poorly on the road, that I came back to one of these search me moments. Now, I've been praying this, this prayer of Psalm 139 from my, my late teens when I really started following God. And this time around, as I again prayed, search me, God started to reveal this thing to me that my driving is causing massive havoc in my marriage. And right there, I had a choice to make. Am I going to be proud? Am I going to be arrogant, stubborn? Am I going to be self-righteous? Am I going to be all of these things in the moment? And it's not me. It's every other driver on the road. Or am I going to stop? And am I going to own it? And am I going to take that posture that David took to go, you know what? <laughs> it might not be out there. It might be in here. And I realized the last thing I want to do is lose the best relationship in my life because I can't get this area of my life under control. And I went and each time I got into the car and to this day, each time I get into the car, it all started with just sitting in the driver's seat and going, Lord, search me. Search me. You know what that simple prayer did? That simple prayer, God used it to start changing my heart. God used it to start softening my heart. And as I, as I allowed this process to happen, as I allowed God to start changing my heart, to start softening this hard area in my life, I started to realize that the reason why this was happening was because just that prayer, search me, meant that I was willing to lay down my will. It meant that I was, I was willing to be changed. Guys and ladies, for your life right now, where are those areas? Like, like driving was a legitimate problem and still is and I still need to pay attention to it I still get into the front seat of the car when I need to drive and I still pray Lord search me in other words right now come soften my heart so that I can reflect who you are 
and not all this other stuff that wants to come out. What's that area in your life? Where do you need to be praying, search me, so that God can come and soften that area of your life? You see, when I'm willing to lay down my will, when I'm willing to open myself up to be changed in those areas, it is mind-blowing what God can do with a life that surrendered to Him. I wonder, guys and ladies, what would happen in your life and what would happen in the lives of the people around you if you started to pray this prayer? Lord, search me. I wonder today, what's your next step? What's your next step? Maybe instead of simply asking God to do something for you, maybe you start shifting that prayer and you start asking God to reveal something in you. And like King David, be willing to admit that, hey, the problem might not be out there. It might be me. Start praying that prayer that softens your heart. And this week, my encouragement to you is that you would join me in taking that step, in praying that prayer, in getting into a habit that changes everything. As we get into the habit of praying, Lord, search me. And then each time you get behind the wheel, each time you walk into that meeting, each time you get in behind your computer screen, behind the TV, each time you get into social media, whatever it is that God reveals to you, this is an area that I need to soften your heart in. That in that moment, all you do is go, search me, O oh God. And then be open to where he takes you. And guys and ladies, when we're willing, when we're willing <laughs> to lay down our will, when we're willing to allow God to come in and change those areas. It is amazing what God is able to do with a life that surrendered to Him. Let's pray. Father God, I thank You. I thank You that today we can come, we can lay down, we can put aside, we can put to rest, the hard spaces in our lives, Lord. That we can trust you in those areas, the areas of pain, the areas of hurt, the areas of mistrust. Lord, the areas where we've built ourselves up in pride. Lord, I thank you that we can come and just give those things back to you and that we can step into a space where we can recognize that, hey, the problem may not be out there. But Lord, I'm open to hearing from you. So will you come 
and search me. And as guys and ladies just open up their lives to this, Father God, that you will come and just love us in a way that comes and breaks through all of those barriers that we've built up over the years and just remain soft to what you want to do in our lives, Lord. Lord, that you will start bringing about the changes that so desperately needed, Lord, that we can see job situations turn around, relationships turn around, financial situations turn around, all because we're willing to say, Lord, will you come and search me? We give all of these areas of our lives to you. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, come join us this week as with you we'll be praying, Lord, search me. We love you. Come and join us again next week. We look forward to connecting with you then. Bye. If you enjoyed this session and you'd like to know more about us, then please come and connect with us through our website, our social media platforms, and come subscribe to our YouTube channel. All the links are listed below. Beyond that, we trust that you have an incredible week.